Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Predetermined to Pro Wrestling Hangout. I'm your host, Garrett Callender. Unfortunately, Derek Halpin is not with me today. He was struck with the flu. You know, we warned all of you to get those flu shots. He did. Didn't work. Yeah, better luck next time. So this time, introducing a man, not a man, but somebody comp- competing with Becky Lynch to be the man, my wife, Leah Campbell. Hey everybody, this is Leah Campbell. I bet everybody's first thought is, ooh, progressive couple didn't take the last name. Yeah, yeah. I get that a lot. <laughs> I, it doesn't bother me. No, me in, either. In the slightest. Me either. Are you excited to be on this show? I am. I'm very excited to be able to put in my two cents for all things wrestling. Since you have such a deep caring for the sport of professional wrestling. I am very passionate about professional wrestling. You're not, though. No, I'm not. No, you... I, I mean, I wouldn't say you hate it, but uh, it is something that's part of your life, whether or not you want it to or not. That's definitely true. Um, I have no hatred for the sport. I respect all who love it. It's just not my thing. Leah, can you tell, tell me what we should do next? Um, can we hit my ding dang music? So I'm sitting here with my wife. This podcast pretty much came to be so that she didn't absorb all of the wrestle talk that I had in my body. That's true. Although I don't think it really worked because I still hear about it a lot. Well, whose fault is that? I guess mine for marrying you. Eh, It could be wrestling's fault for being in a boom period right now where Eh. it's just so perfect and beautiful. Okay. Sure. You disagree with that? I don't know. I have no opinion on its boom period. Well, okay, I do. Anybody that came on the show, I I always start with asking them, you know, what's your first wrestle memory? I mean, professional wrestling has been around forever. And all of us have witnessed something of professional wrestling at some time throughout our childhood. What's the first thing you remember pro wrestling related? Um, let's see. In first grade, there was a girl in my class who was really into pro wrestling and all of her school supplies were WWE. Was she the coolest girl in school? She was pretty cool. She was pretty cool. She was a badass. But did you have a favorite wrestler at the time? Like, did you, were you aware of anything? Like, were you aware of the times of Hulk Hogan or? No, not at all. Did wrestlers ever cross your path, like any movie or media that you consumed? Like you weren't watching Mr. Nanny or Suburban Commando with Hulk Hogan? No, we didn't have TV. So no. Um, Some boys that went to my church did wear their wrestling shirts to church. Well, that's nice. Yeah, that's about it. NWO shirts, pretty appropriate for Sunday service. I, I feel like at the beginning, I was going to introduce you differently, and uh, I was going to introduce you as former mortician and current member of the Satanic Temple. Accurate. Accurate. Accurate on both accounts? Yes. I think people immediately, like, mortician. Do you want me to elaborate on that? Like, explain what that profession entailed? No, I don't really want to do no, that. No, I don't want to do that either. All right, so norm- uh, we were going, we had a whole show planned out. We watched a ton of wrestling. Derek is sick, so if you had submitted a match for us to watch from the rate, review, subscribe, we will get to those eventually. Unfortunately, Leah didn't get to watch any of those, but I did ask you guys uh, on short notice to send me questions to ask my wife. So I'm going to go ahead and get to some of the listener questions here. That sounds good. You, you excited to see what, what these people came up with? I am nervous and excited. Well, I'm going to go ahead and start with uh, Derek's question because... You know, Derek deserves a presence. I agree. Sorry you're sick, Derek. Okay. So Derek asks, because we tend to uh, sexualize a lot of males on this show. As it should be. Derek is asking you, which male pro wrestler would you be most upset to come home to find Garrett having sex with? Um... Based off of her face, it looks like all of them. Really any. 
I guess what would hurt the most is... The infidelity. The infidelity, first of all. Second, if I came home and I just saw Punishment Martinez ass... <laughs> I would be really upset because I coined the phrase punish me daddy. That was my thing. That's true. We went to a Ring of Honor show and you were just so delighted with yourself. You'd had a, a couple beers at that point and yeah. just kept shouting punish me daddy at Punishment Martinez. He doesn't like it. It's uncomfortable for everyone. Well, he's a heel. He can't be excited about that. No, he can't. Are you excited that he's moving on to NXT so you can finally see Punishment in the WWE? I probably won't see it, but yes. I have a feeling the name Punishment Martinez probably isn't going to stick on its way over to the WWE. I feel like we're going to get a new name out of that guy. And then I'll have to coin a new phrase. Eh, yeah, I think you can still yell, punish me, daddy, Adam. True. But yeah, punishment, like you walk in and just see me and him in a bed together. I think there's going to be a lot of feelings there. Yeah, a lot of sad feelings. So there's my answer, Punishment Martinez. <laughs> Actually, at that show, that was uh, at a show here in Nashville, Punishment, remember, we saw a very sad Punishment. Yes, we did. Yeah, there was the line where you could meet all the wrestlers and nobody was in line for Punishment. TV champ at the time. Oh, so sad, but he's so scary. Yeah, and he's a heel. Why would you want to go talk to a guy who thinks you're shit? I don't know. I kind of like that. Okay, Derek has a part two to the question. Oh, okay. He says, also, which one would you be least surprised to see me having sex with? Um, The Miz, because I'm sure you all know that Garrett dressed as The Miz for our Halloween wedding. So um, Garrett is such a narcissist that I wouldn't be surprised to if see. If I dressed as him with him? Yes. Okay, so yeah, we did get married. We had a very odd wedding. We were married on Halloween. A lot of people in costumes. I'd say like 99% of everybody was in costumes. There were a lot, a lot of pro wrestling costumes at your wedding. There were, um, which was silly because wrestlers don't wear a lot of clothes, and it was very cold. It, it was cold. Did that ever bother you that wrestling had such a presence at, at the... Uh, the single greatest day of your entire life? I was not surprised or disappointed because I know your friends. And I definitely wasn't surprised considering the infamous belt debacle portion of our wedding. Derek brought up this once on the show. You did see me yell at the WWE shop management. I saw you yell at the WWE online shop customer service. Oh, I got to the manager. Okay. They said I was. Uh -huh. Oh, I cut a promo on that son of a bitch. Oh my God. It was insane. It was wild. I, I definitely turned heel. You turned heel hard. I, I kicked AJ Styles right in the balls and I, I uh, had that heel turn right on the phone. And this was because Garrett received his order in the mail and thought that it was damaged goods, returned it, received the exact same belt back in the mail. But then, have you explained what actually happened here? I didn't because it's embarrassing. It's and very makes embarrassing. Me, makes me awful. But here we go. So the, the belt was received in the mail, and it had a thin plastic film over the metal portions, as is common when you receive oh, items like that. Oh, film was all disheveled. It was barely the, uh, hanging on. It was okay. pulled off. Like, clearly somebody had returned this belt before. Okay. Yeah, it was you. You returned the belt before. So we received the belt in the mail. Garrett was very upset. I walked over to the table where the belt was laying, and I peeled the plastic film off, took a microfiber cloth, and buffed it slightly. There were no imperfections. This belt was fine. This had been a months-long ordeal, which prevented Garrett from helping me with other wedding duties. And I wrote it off thinking, oh, he's stressed. He has to get this thing done. He really needs it. And there was no problem at all from the beginning. Hey, I turned into Groomzilla. It was the biggest day of my life. And this was, the this was the most important accessory for the best day of my life. Really? The only accessory? I understand the stress. <laughs> Did not understand the response. Hey, we, you know, I've watched the show on TLC. Those ladies have yelled at a lot of people for a lot less. True. I just happened to be one of those ladies on that day. You really were. I walked down the aisle that I came to play. Oh, God. D was there ever a moment where you thought, this is too much? Yeah, that moment. <laughs> 
I think the uh, my favorite part of the night, though, we had it at our friend's uh, farm. And at the end of the night, our friend Ricky uh, appeared out of nowhere, only wearing Mr. Ass's trunks. Which he made. Which he made himself. Homemade. Which uh, brings us to a question here from uh, Andrew Hendren. Hey, Andrew. Hey, Andrew. Thanks for the question. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and ask you any question I'm going to ask you and not give you any context to. Okay. Uh, or, let you know, explanation. Uh, so, was Mr. Ass just a nickname? Was his name Billy Ass for a while? Like, William Ass? Yes, actually. Um, so, Mr. Ass's Christian name on his birth certificate is William Ass. William R. Ass. Well, his name, I think, originally was William H. Assey. But that just <laughs> that just didn't, uh, you know, there was already a guy sounded too yeah, close. Yeah, of course. Shorten it. Mr. Ass. Mr. Ass. I'm yes. sorry. I answered that question <laughs> That's for okay, you. That's okay, because I didn't have an answer. <laughs> Thanks, Andrew. <laughs> You'll never be good enough for Andrea. Hey, well, I did walk down. He is just fine for Andrea. I know. I just wanted to be shitty. So while I did walk down the aisle, I came to play. You walked down the aisle to... Dio era Black Sabbath. Yes, country girl. So I need to set this up like, yeah, I did incorporate wrestling into the wedding, but she's weird too. Yeah, my mom just told me I couldn't use any songs that talked about Satan. And I didn't. You're welcome, Mom. There were no Satan. We had a Halloween wedding and zero Satan songs. I know. I, I mean, there had to have been some Rob Zombie. Well, there were some on the playlist, but I didn't walk down the aisle to them. You didn't walk down the aisle to anything satanic. Right. Is the temple of Sa- the satanic temple disappointed with that? Probably. I need to contact Lucian Greaves and ask him if I'm still in good standing. How do you feel about uh, Sabrina using that the satanic temple statue and not not giving full credit or paying? Well, I was pretty bummed when I found out that's what happened. Honestly, like I thought that maybe they'd contacted the satanic temple and they were like, "Hey, can we use this statue?" And they were given access. And then when I found out that they just poached it. That's pretty sad on multiple levels, not just because it's copyright infringement, but because it was a piece of art and the artist wasn't given credit or asked permission. They just made a blatant copy and used it to promote their show. And especially because it was something that had received so much media attention. I thought that was pretty shitty. Not cool, Sabrina. Not cool, Sabrina. All right, let's move on to the next question. This one's from Michael Fusco at AthleticsFan314, which I'm sure if Derek were here, he's the baseball guy. Maybe he could throw some jabs at the athletics. I have no beef. Uh, So let's just move on. Hey, Fusco. Hey, buddy. Uh, So Fusco asks, what is a wrestling event like from a non-fan's perspective? You have attended an enormous amount of professional wrestling. And I mean, you have even hit things that would be bucket list items for people. You've been to a WrestleMania. You've been to fucking Wrestle Kingdom, which is a person who doesn't care about wrestling. I think there's people that are like, she was at the, the you were in the Tokyo Dome. You were in the Tokyo I Dome. I sure was. You've been to PWG. You've been to uh, just a shit ton of just indie shows. You've been to WWE. What? Okay, so yeah, what is going to one of these events like from a non-fan perspective? Like, what do you take away from these? It depends on the show. Um, I'll start with PWG. Those were always really fun, but I think that that has most to do with the atmosphere and just the vibe of the crowd. Um, It's in a hot, sweaty room. All the mirrors are fogged up an hour in because it's just full of disgusting, sweaty bodies. And you could buy a $5 pitcher of beer and you're just screaming at people. And that's pretty fun. Oh, Um, you loved screaming. I do love to yell at people. But PWG, you did find a few favorite wrestlers there. There were I people did. that you absolutely loved and cheered for often. Yes. It was easy to get into there. I don't know. I think it was just, it's just the vibe of the room. It's just the way it feels there. I had been going for a while and had never invited you. And eventually you were like, hey, I, I want to go. And I just hadn't been because I assumed you didn't. And when you said you wanted to go, you finally came. And I feel like this was the first time you finally kind of understood it yeah that's fair um and i think that it's easy for anyone to understand who goes to those shows i think that they can get why people are so into it why you wait in line for hours to get in why you put up with the disgusting humidity in that room um what was the worst part about being there what was when you were going to pwg you knew you were going to get a good show but was there something that you're like 
Ah, fuck. I got to deal with this. Well, the bathrooms aren't great there or weren't great. Which is insane because the men's room was probably a thousand times worse. The men's room was definitely worse. And I always felt very hashtag blessed to be a woman at those shows because I got to kind of just ride right into the bathroom. But it's still gross. It's so hot and humid in there that all the mirrors are fogged. And when you see that, I think it's hard to feel good about where you are. (laughs) Yeah, I, I mean, I can see that. There were times there, though, that... You see, I didn't know if you would be there cheering and screaming with everybody. And there was one night in particular that I saw you mark out with the best of them. Don't say mark out to me. Oh, I'm going to say mark out, baby. (laughs) It was the night that Zack Sabre Jr. won the title. We had been, everybody had been booing Roddy Strong for so long at this point. We were ready to see that shitty little man drop the, the PWG heavyweight championship. At this point, you had actually walked away from where I was. You didn't like it. It was too cramped. So you went over and found your own spot. And when he won that belt, I saw you on the opposite side of the room, both hands in the air cheering. (laughs) And that was, other than when you said I do, maybe the happiest moment of my life. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fair enough. Um, Moving on from PWG. Let's go to Tokyo Dome. So... Yes, that's a bucket list item for many people, and it was a wonderful experience. But this is kind of how I viewed that portion of the trip. Like, you know when you go somewhere and they make you do a timeshare presentation to have a free vacation? Like, I would not have elected to spend a whole day of my short trip to Tokyo standing around the Tokyo Dome talking to all these people and you know getting excited and going spending five hours inside however it was the only way to get Garrett to go to Tokyo for our honeymoon so I went to my timeshare presentation and I sat through it and I drank 14 Japanese beers and I had a great time hey Australian friends love you (laughs) (laughs) that one Okay, how did that compare, though? How did the experience of being it's that event compare to being at, like, WrestleMania or just a WWE event? Different. Um, I'm sure you've talked about how the fans in Japan react to things. Oh, yeah. People, people know that they're, they're quiet. Yes, they're quiet. They're polite. They clap. And that's about it. So being in the rowdy section with all of the Americans and Australians in a room full of otherwise quiet citizens of the country we were in. (laughs) It was fun. I I really liked going to Wrestle Kingdom. I would go again if it meant we got to go to Tokyo. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, honestly, it was your idea to go to Wrestle Kingdom. Because it was a battle I knew I could win. Oh, it was such an easy victory for you. (laughs) Flawless victory. Thank you so much. Yeah, so that was, and one of the only places I've ever seen where there's vendors coming by, then you can buy a juice box. Yeah, I didn't get any. You're, you're a big fan of food at these events. You like, to, uh, you like to enjoy the stadium foods. Yes, I love garbage food. How did the Tokyo Dome fare as far as food went? Um, honestly, I would say, well, okay. I would say the food was subpar but only because we had been spending the rest of our vacation enjoying the culinary wonders of Japan. So going and eating stadium food at that point was a bit of a letdown. However, it's just fuel for our science bodies to cheer wrestling on. So it's fine. (laughs) Yeah, I I can't argue with that. You didn't have a good time at WrestleMania 31. And, yeah, explain explain uh, WrestleMania 31 weekend to everybody. That was San Francisco? That was San Francisco. Okay. So I made poor wardrobe choices for this event. It was my birthday, and I request... This is kind of my fault. I requested she dress as The Undertaker. Because I already own all of the items. Well, you're a mortician close a fuck enough. Yeah. So I had like a long velvet black duster, black pants black shirt black hat wide brimmed hat and it was approximately 115 degrees in the sun it was very hot oh let's just say 
I spent most of WrestleMania alone. She went to an air-conditioned box that had crepes. I did. I loved the box. The, okay, one thing that bothers a lot of people, I think, is Sting had a very short run in the WWE. You got to be there for Sting's first ever match in the WWE. He loses to Triple H, and you were screaming <laughs> your damn head off. Only person in the entire arena like, yeah, Triple H did it. I love Triple H. What do you like about Triple I H? I just love him. What about him? I love his entrance musics. Um, I love his persona. I love him as a human who promotes the women and seems to be a, a pretty cool boss and like a fair guy and everybody likes him. I just think he's a good guy. Oh, I bet there's so many people listening right now. They're like, she said he's a good guy and that, he, that everybody likes him. Fuck her. I like him and I love Steph. He's pretty badass. Yeah. Side note. Regarding Triple H's entrance, this is something none of you will care about, but I bought a lipstick two days ago purely because the name of the lipstick was Motorhead, and I wore it for the first time today, and it ran all over my face, and I looked like I was drinking a juice box. So you don't recommend the Motorhead lipstick? Don't get the Motorhead lipstick, and if you do, from the Kat Von D line, wear a liner. We do have female listeners, so or people who just wear lipstick. Which is fine. Somebody cares. Somebody cares. Somebody cared That's about that. That's my side note regarding Motorhead and Triple H. And I love them. And I don't care if you hate them. I would say, though, the last time that I took you to a wrestling show where you're just like, I'm fucking done. I took you to a Monday Night Raw. Okay. You were not happy. You're just like, God, they just keep going on breaks. There's all this talking. Okay. Here's the thing. Wrestling shows are long. Very long. And I have about a two-hour limit on any event i will sit in a be seat. at a concert be at a movie exactly anything. concert movie whatever i will watch something for about two hours and then i'm bored and i want to leave if i have to sit in a chair for two hours that's very hard for me and i don't like it anymore wrestling is like that i have to sit there for so long and i have to watch so many things i don't care about to watch one thing that i do care about but you don't have that problem when i take you to ring of honor that's because it's fun. Why is Ring of Honor more fun than WWE to you? Look, if I have to answer this question, that means you don't get it. <laughs> I do get it. But is somebody who doesn't... I mean, so many wrestling fans have a vendetta against the WWE and complain a lot and would always say that indie wrestling is better. It is. But, and this is coming from a complete outsider who doesn't give a fuck one way or the other. Truly. But what, what's the difference between the two? Like, what makes you enjoy indie wrestling more than the WWE? One is good, one is bad. Fair enough. We'll move on. Next question. John, at John Klimke on Twitter. Hey, John. Says, if you could see at Gartet, who is me, be the recipient of one wrestling move, what would it be? <laughs> I don't know any moves. <laughs> Can you name one finishing move? You have seen so much professional wrestling. Pedigree. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's just because the name is funny. So that is the pedigree. I Triple H is finisher. I don't know what it is. So you only know that one. What's the one where um, when you're just kind of being a jackass and like wrestling me around and you always put me in a weird leg one and I'm like, stop. I hate this. What's that? Um, I mean, sometimes I'm trying to put you in a sharpshooter. Sometimes it's a figure four. You really don't like any grappling moves. I hate them all. So any of those are ones that I think would be appropriate for at Gartet. So you'd want your old pal Zack Sabre Jr. to just twist me into a pretzel? I want him to kick your ass. He's you my colleague. He is. Why, why is he your colleague? <laughs> my colleague. We, we attended the same school in Canterbury. Fancy. I know. You two talked about it. We did. You had a, just a lovely conversation a about time. the campus. Mm -hmm. It's a nice campus. Okay. Next question comes from at Craig X Mitchell. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Southern Underground Pros, Craig Mitchell, hashtag Craig hate, hashtag stop the Craig hate. He said, hashtag Craig hate asks. <laughs> so... He, <laughs> 
Okay, go so on. So Craig says, <laughs> since she does not like wrestling, how do you go about either redirecting all of your wrestling-related discussions, or how do you try to bring her into that part of your life without it becoming something negative or annoying? It sounds like this is a question for you. How do you do that? Oh, I don't. <laughs> That's my answer, too. He doesn't. That's like I said at the beginning of the show, the podcast was originally made so that all of this wrestling talk I have in my body goes out into the internet rather than to my wife. But so much news happens wrestling-wise in a day. And I mean, I have all of you to share that with, but she's right there. And if I need to be excited, it's really hard for me to discriminate what is okay for me to say. You don't discriminate. Oh, you, the thing is, this is the version of me discriminating. Okay. It could be so much worse for you. Basically, I just turn my hearing aid down when he starts talking about wrestling. And then when I see from his face that he stopped, I turn my hearing aid back up. But is, do you really, like, does me loving this so much, does it ever actually bother you? Um, it's very annoying when that's all you want to talk about. And I just tune it out. What else do we talk about? Nothing. That's going to make people think that we're not in love. Mm, that's not true. We talk about other things like Frasier. Okay, this is, okay, is kind of weird. You ca we came in, our relationship started kind of weird. I don't think I've ever talked about this on here, how we got together. So when we started dating, she moved to LA to be my roommate. We were roommates for approximately three days, and now we've been together for about seven years. Yes. When we first started dating, wrestling was never a thing. It was not. It was a real bait and switch for me. But, I mean, I always liked wrestling, and I'm sure it came up at some point, especially with your goddamn friend Summer, who is my arch enemy. Mm, yes. I worked with a, a girl at a Texas-themed restaurant, and I never even met her, but she decided one day to quit by just not showing up which meant my shift got extended longer, and I missed WrestleMania. And to me, that's unforgivable. Turned out it was her friend. Also my coworker at another restaurant. Which I'm sure she was terrible at there, too. She was fine. Boo. Boo. But either way, I didn't start getting back into wrestling again until about the Daniel Bryan lead-up to WrestleMania 30. So when this came back in, it was just a gradual process of me getting insanely obsessed with something and going deeper and deeper and deeper into that obsession. Was there ever a point throughout that that you're like, I, I maybe need to call this off? See, for me, from my perspective, what happened was you lured me into a relationship and then decided you were obsessed with something. And I don't really remember what life was like before. I feel like it was probably pretty good. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then um it just exploded it was like an infestation and here we are but also at the time that we're starting to do this like wrestling just started getting bigger and bigger and bigger and i think even you noticed after i started watching it it was everywhere yeah because you put it everywhere I didn't put it everywhere. I mean, in any media you watch, like even some of the shows you enjoy, you would start hearing them reference wrestling throughout. You think it. my other friends are talking about wrestling? I said media, mm -hmm. not your other friends. And yes, some of your friends are talking about wrestling. Yeah, because of you. Hey, if I'm the gateway drug, drink it in, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next question. Let's see. Uh, who is your least favorite wrestler that Garrett enjoys? Mm, who asked this question? This was Joey Walker at Raw is JoJo on hey, Twitter. Hey, JoJo. Um, who do I hate? That's a good question. Is there a wrestler that I'm obsessed with that you hear me talk about all the time that you're just like, fuck that person. I don't get it. I think that Daniel Bryan was that for a while because you were really into Daniel Bryan for quite a while. And I'm sure he's a lovely person. I just don't get it. Actually, if anything, I'm sure Total Divas 
helped you not like Daniel Bryan. It was Total Divas that for sure did this for me. Um, and Total Divas did a little bit for me too because still like him as a wrestler, but he is maybe the wrestler I want to hang out with least. Yeah, for sure. Don't want to poop in a shed. Don't want to use a corn cob for toilet paper. Which you know is going to happen. Hmm. Who else do you like that I hate? Um, I'm just trying to think of things around the house. Like, we have an autographed photo of Candace LeRae <laughs> magneted to our fridge. That's fine. You like you like Candace? Yeah, Candace is fine. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to think. Like, I have so many wrestling shirts. I know that has to be the thing you hate most. Okay. Let me give a new answer then. My least favorite wrestler that Garrett is obsessed with are the hundreds of wrestling shirts in his closet. When you go to a show, if a wrestler does a good job, buying the shirt's like giving them a tip. A $25 tip that lives in your closet forever? Does it bother you that I wear so many pro wrestling shirts? Do I dr- It doesn't bother me that you wear so many. It bothers me that you have so many. But like the fact that I dress like a child as a 31-year-old man doesn't bother you yet. No, I like that you have your own style. My own style is black jeans, black shirt, hat. Yes. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love you. Love you too. Let's see. Oh, uh, John has a question. Our West Coast correspondent at I Better Be Funny. I didn't say his last name this time because I said Veron. I thought that's how you said it. And now I don't remember how you say his last name. And I've known him for years, so I can't ask. Oh, God. Yeah. But John says. Does she have any advice for my wife who also does not enjoy wrestling? <laughs> what what advice do you have for the other significant others out there that that you know are in your position? Get out. <laughs> oh, they're already married. Oh no, it's too late. It's not it's too late. So what advice mm. now that she's trapped with somebody who is an avid pro wrestling fan? What advice do you have? Learn how to tune people out and then just turn down your mental hearing aid when he starts talking about wrestling and turn it back up when he's done. I thought you were going to say, well, when wrestling comes on, you go to the other room and watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer. That's what I do. That's what's kept our marriage alive. (laughs) Thank you, Sarah Michelle Geller. Yes. All right. Let's see. Moving on to the next one. Uh, This is from Steph Chang. (gasps) Hey, Steph. At. You or Steph on Twitter. She asks, which wrestler should Derek hire to kick Flu's ass for him? And also, can we get some caddy cameos, please? Ooh, there were many caddy cameos earlier because they were being very bad girls. But if I could pick one wrestler to kick Flu's ass on Derek's behalf, I think I would choose Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss. Yes, Good answer. Why? Because it's really cute to imagine her fighting what I think maybe looks like Mr. DNA from Jurassic Park in a ring. They're about the same size. They're about the same size. It would be a cute thing. Dino DNA. And then she would have something sassy to say back. Yes. Okay. Uh, Steph also says, I have never seen Leah and Natasha Legero in the same room, but I have been in a room with Gartet and Moshe Kasher. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure that I understand the question. However, I am currently wearing a fur coat and many rhinestones. Okay, so we'll move on. Let's see. We have from at David underscore Foss. Since we were going to talk about Jericho, that's going to be next week. He says, have her look at Becky Lynch's Twitter for the last few months and see what her opinion is. I know for a fact you will not do any research for this show. I would have had to have already done it. But you did hear me raving about Becky Lynch for like the last two days. Mental hearing aid. I turned it down. <laughs> sorry, David. She will not answer I that question. I did not retain anything. I'm sorry. I will give my answer to Garrett and he can read it on the next episode. Okay. Uh, let's see. Another one. No context for you. Was it really Snitsky's fault? And that's from Jason Lodes. Of course it was. Wait, is Snitsky a man? Yes. Then of course it was. <laughs> Not surprised with that answer. Pleased with it. Let's see. Um, This is from Pilar from the Mary Buck podcast, which you should check that out. I was on a recent episode of that. She says, ask Leah which wrestler she'd replace me with. It's only fair since Nikki clinched the spot 
from me. What does that mean? Um, I think at one point I said I would leave you for Nikki Bella and that I don't think you would be mad. I think you'd be understanding. Okay. Which, I that's not incorrect, right? No, I love Nikki Bella. But who would you leave me for? Is there one wrestler in particular? I I have two in mind that I think you're going to answer with. I don't know which you're going to go for, though. It's one or I would leave you for The Miz because he is clearly a great husband and father. So that's why you would be not surprised to come in and see me with them. We could just live like a happy Mormon life together. True. But I don't want you to have him because he's mine. Here are the two that I thought you were going to say. Go on. I thought you would say either Dalton Castle. Oh, yeah. You love Dalton. I do love Dalton Castle. But the other one that I think is going to surprise people a little bit, you love Tanahashi a lot. Okay. Tanahashi, I could not leave you for because there is a language barrier. Although he has beautiful style. And I had planned to just talk about his Instagram all night because he is one of the only wrestlers that I follow on Instagram. And I love his fashion. I love his photo shoots. I love his toy poodle. And I love his hair. I think it's funny how many wrestlers, as I'm scrolling through on Instagram, I see that you've already liked their shit. So it's you Dalton don't... Castle and Tanahashi. And Brandy and Cody. Oh, yeah. Brandy and Cody, of course. So you're pretty into wrestling Twitter or wrestling Instagram, but not the actual sport itself. I guess you could say I'm into wrestling lifestyle. <laughs> I'm a real poser. Uh, I'll never forget the first time you saw Dalton Castle at PWG and he shouted, don't you talk about my boys. I think you were instantly in love with him. I am endlessly delighted by Dalton Castle. Endlessly. I love him. I love all the banners. I love the wings. I love the boys. Don't you talk about my boys. The next question comes from our buddy Chris from the Best There Ever Was podcast. Be sure to check them out. Chris Migliaccio? That sounds right. That looks good. I've never had to say your name. I apologize if I just butchered the shit out of it. Uh, He says, does she watch Total Divas with you? If so, I think we need a breakdown of why that show has declined over the last several seasons. Um, I have watched Total Divas in the past. It's not my favorite show, but there are parts of it that I really like. Um, You used to really like Total Divas. I did. And I think there's a definite answer for why it started to go downhill. I don't know, because it sucks now. Hey, no. it's. I think it's because they uh, brought in Total Bellas and Ms. and Mrs., and you liked those more. It is. Um, my favorite part of Total Divas was definitely Trinity, because she is the most normal person in a sea of crazy. That's true. She doesn't get into a lot of shenanigans on there. She doesn't. And her reactions, I think, are reactions that normal people would have to any situation. Total Bellas, I enjoyed for a while. Um, I'm not really on that Bella train anymore. You fell off the Bella train? I could take or leave Total Bellas, to be honest. Just not that into it anymore. I think I've seen what I came to see, and I'm ready to move on with my life. Ms. and Mrs. is definitely my new favorite. The single greatest show ever created. Yes, with the single greatest family I've ever seen. Marjo? Come on. Love Marjo. Billy Sheehan, which also I need to give a special shout out to our buddy Billy. Uh, it is It was his birthday this week. Happy birthday, Billy. Happy birthday, Billy. Love you. Sorry Derek didn't get to come on and say yeah. it too, but I'm sure he sends it to you from afar. Yes. Happy birthday, buddy. Uh, Billy says, what kind of wrestler would you be? I have an easy answer for this. Okay. So one time I had a dream that I was a professional wrestler. I was a diva. This was diva era. This gives you some timeline. And my entrance music was Live and Dead Girl by Rob Zombie. And I was like a Frankenstein wrestler. And I was really cool. And I had really long hair that I flipped around everywhere. And just imagine being like the coolest Frankenstein girl marching down the ramp to Live and Dead Girl, jumping up in the ring, and then swinging your hair around, raising your arms in the air. Everyone cheers for you. It was one of the best dreams I've ever had. Didn't you have, what was your name as a wrestler? I don't, I don't think I had a name. It was like Sapphire or some shit. (laughs) That was the persona that I created externally from the stream. 
So the wrestler she would be is basically a female version of PCO. I'm going to be standing there throwing darts at her. Whole match, it looks like she's going to kill herself. But miraculously, she never does. I don't know what any of that means. Somebody out there knew what it meant, and they're smiling. Good. Somebody's like, I know what it means, but I'm not smiling. Sapphire is my other wrestling persona, where I wear a lot of really long sweeping fur coats and a lot of diamond crowns. Okay. Okay. Sapphire's a fancy girl. So you've got a oh, so you'd be in the house couture over in progress. <laughs> sure. House couture, you would love that. It's fancy girls who kick ass. Yeah, I'd be a fancy girl. It's like if Posh Spice were a wrestler. Ooh. You guys need to jump on the Jenny train, and you need to watch some Jenny. House couture is the shit. <laughs> it is. Women's right. wrestling's fucking awesome right now, and you know, you do know that. I do. I agree with that. Uh, Kyle Freer says, it'd be cool to hear what she doesn't like about pro wrestling. Like, what's her experience of wrestling compared to your experience of wrestling? And figure out how both perspectives make sense. Okay. Are you trying to, are you trying to analyze our situation here, Kyle? Feels like that's what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I would say my least favorite thing is the length of the show's. If they're on TV, I can play on my phone, and that's fine. But people give me mean looks when I play on my phone IRL at wrestling. So I would say the length of the events is my primary deterrent. I would say that's probably really it. You seem to, I don't know. I enjoy it when I enjoy it. I, you also, with PWG, hated having to get in line early. I do hate waiting in line more than anything. Lines are not her thing. Anywhere we have to go and wait, she doesn't want to be. No. And I just lines. love everything about pro wrestling. You love lines. You know what? I make friends in lines. I get some, some phone stuff done in lines. I get to stand there and be excited for a long time about something with a bunch of other people who are equally excited about the thing I am. Yep. There we go. <laughs> Before we go, we have a couple more things. I One thing that Leah really dislikes about pro wrestling... Pro wrestling is really a, a culture of people who like stuff. And every wrestler makes a lot of stuff to sell. That's accurate. I do hate that part. So I ordered something that she's not super pleased with. I'm going to go grab it real quick. It just came in the mail today. I am incredibly, incredibly excited about this item. She is not going to be incredibly excited. Let me grab it real quick. Oh, my God. Can't wait. So you all know, All In Weekend was the single greatest weekend of my entire life. And I can say that because I was married on a Tuesday. Yes. And after All In, they put on sale, they cut up the ring into about 500 little pieces and put those for sale. And that's what you're pulling out of this box right now? I am pulling out a framed piece of the ring from All In, autographed by the Young Bucks and Cody Rhodes with a, a little poster commemorating the event. I am holding it up in front of her face. Pretty deadpan right now. No smiles. Uh, how does this sit with you? How much did you pay for that? It was $150 before shipping and tax. $150 pre-tax, pre-shipping. I will say, when this went on sale, I immediately bought it and then went in a room with Leah and said, I need to ask your permission to buy something. She did not give me permission, and I had to say I already did. No, you had to say you already did a week later. Yeah. When we I, were at brunch and you thought I wouldn't make a scene, but you were wrong, weren't you? Yeah, she made a scene at brunch. I made a scene. Turns out you put a few mimosas in her, she'll yell about wrestling in public. Truly. Okay, so let me hold this. Hmm. I mean, if you look at the corners, there's a little discoloration around the corners. I'm hoping that's blood. I'm hoping that a little bit of Cody leaked onto this. Maybe some Joey Janela, too. Okay, so here's my take on this piece of wrestling history that I'm holding in my hand right now. They took a piece of trash and cut it up into one-inch pieces and sold it for 150 bucks a pop to poor suckers like Garrett. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is you're not wrong but that doesn't take away from how happy i am to have this i'm happy for you 
You don't look happy. I'm not. Okay, thank you. <laughs> well, I promised you we wouldn't go the full hour and 20 like Derek and I normally do, and I don't know that we could without you having watched some things. Uh, so I'm going to end with this. I did ask our friend Suplex and Stilettos to give you a merry fucker kill because these have been a common theme lately. Okay. So I'm going to start you off with a, this is a warm up one and then I'm going to go into the, the next one. I have two for you. I have to answer both? Okay, fine. We'll just do one. Do you, you're wanting to get out of here? No, I just, I, what's the point of a warm up? Because she sent two. Okay, okay, I'll do both. <laughs> okay, Jamie Noble. He was part of J&J Security. You remember him, uh, Seth Rollins. Those little guys would follow him around. They were his lackeys. Not at all. Okay. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Okay. And Leo Rush. Which, Leo Rush, you did see at a Ring of Honor event in Atlanta. This is hard because I only know one of these people. Well, just based on... So you can't base this... This is going to be all off looks then for you. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Mm. I'm going to kill Jamie Noble from the get-go. He's pretty short. Is that upsetting to you? He's 5'9". 198 pounds. He's 98 pounds? Oh, no. His build height is 5'7". Mmm. <laughs> Okay, well, so I'm going to kill him because I'm bored by him. Okay. Um, I guess I'll fuck Leo Rush because I don't know him and there's no commitment there. He's really flippy. I think it would be the female equivalent of you getting to have sex with a, like a gymnast or an acrobat. Sure. Okay. So I'll fuck Leo Rush. And I guess I'll marry Steve Austin because I kind of know what I'm getting into since I've heard his podcast in the past. He is delightful on that podcast from time to time. He seems nice enough. Okay, so you're warmed up. The next three, I don't even think you need to look up. You know these three guys. Okay. Corey Graves, Finn Balor, Bobby Roode. I need to start this off by saying there was a while where Leah was sleep-talking uh, sleep a lot. And there was one night, this was years ago, she just popped up in her sleep and just said really fast three times, Corey Graves, Corey Graves, Corey Graves. Like he was fucking Beetlejuice, fell back asleep, scared the absolute hell out of me. The next morning, I asked Leah, do you, uh, do you know who the announcer for NXT is? She had no clue. She did not know who Corey Graves was. So that means you weren't completely turning the hearing aid off. Things were sticking in there that you didn't realize. Yep, Corey Graves' name. Okay. I will... I'm going to kill Finn Balor. Only because he's gay, right? You're going to kill him? That's a terrible... I know, I'm not killing him because he's gay. I'm sparing him the agony of having to have sex with somebody who he doesn't want to. We don't know if he's gay or not. We just know Balor Club is for everybody. Balor Club is for everybody. But I'm pretty sure that Fergal Devitt is gay. So I'm going to kill him a mercy killing. I'm going to kill him kindly. Already, I'm like, this question is problematic. Like, I'm already like, how am I going to edit around this? I don't know. <laughs> I thought I was being nice. Um, I guess I'll fuck Corey Graves since apparently he's in my mind and my subconscious. And I'm going to marry Bobby Roode. Really? You're going to marry the... See, to me, Corey Graves, cool looking guy. Finn Balor, really uh, good physique, but he has that Amish beard. And the Amish beard is really a turnoff. Bobby yeah. Roode looks like a guy you'd meet at a hardware store that would wear a flannel shirt and tell you a lot of stuff that uh, you don't care about. That's why I'm marrying him. I'm already married to one. <laughs> Glorious. <laughs> no, I won't give in. I won't give in. <laughs> Edit in the Bobby Roode music, please. I don't know if you can do that. That's copyright. Well, I think that was uh, that was pretty much it. That, that was all the questions we have. We're almost at an hour. I feel like that's good enough. Thank you for stepping in for Derek and uh, doing this. I know this was a little different than what we normally do. I hope you guys enjoyed this. Leah, thank you for coming. And by coming, I mean just being in the apartment while it happened. Yeah, I'm glad to be in my home. Thank you so much. All right, everybody. 
Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to check us out on Twitter at WrestleHangout, at Predetermined Podcast on Instagram, at WrestleHangout on Facebook. Be sure to hop on iTunes. Leave that five-star review. If you leave a five-star review, we will talk about absolutely anything you want. Uh, you know, we put WWE in a timeout. This is a hard week to put them in a timeout. I want to talk about all this Becky Lynch stuff so bad. You don't know about any of it, so I can't. Next week. Next week uh, for Thanksgiving, we are going to be giving thanks to Chris Jericho. We're going to be talking about the life and times of Chris Jericho. Go over some of his best matches. And I think for fun, I should listen to every Fozzie record in order and uh, rank them. That does sound fair. That, Chris, I love you to death. That is not a thing I'm super stoked for. Hey, and while you're at it, follow my beautiful wife. My hot ass wife, as wrestlers would say. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at lovable scamp. Um, if you want to see boring things that have nothing to do with wrestling. I'm sure some of you enjoy boring things that have nothing to do with wrestling. Yeah, you all like wrestling. You're pretty funny on the stories. <laughs> all right, everybody. We'll be back next week. Thank you again for listening. Leah, what should we do now? Can we hit the dang music? Right at the buzzer, right as we were getting ready to leave, uh, I did get one more question from Tim Canton. And since it's about a wrestler that I think you do enjoy from time to time, I feel like I should pop back on and let you answer this one real quick. One last question, bonus question. Maybe this is on after the music, so if you stuck around to the very end, you're getting a little, little bonus show. Uh, Tim Canton asks, if Undertaker was not a wrestler, what profession do you think he would have? Hey, Tim. Well, aside from the obvious profession of Undertaker, I think that he might be a misguided biker for Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Due to his biker history. And that's all she has to say about that. That's it. Good night. <laughs>